All right, we're back. Episode 8 of the Second String Pod. Um, I'm going to do a quick little intro. We have a guest today, Stefan Stefpal Palinkas, Spartan dog from my hometown, known in my entire life. We're going to talk Imani Bates, uh, the NBA, and then a little bit about Detroit's situation, the Pistons, LaMelo Ball, and things like that. So basketball heavy. If you like basketball, you're in the right place today. If you don't, you're still in the right place. We'll throw in a few jokes. We'll make it worth your while. Appreciate everyone listening. Uh, tell your friends, tell whoever. Appreciate you guys spreading the word. It's been fun. I like doing this, so if we can get it off the ground, great. If not, whatever. Um, again, feel free to send me stuff, ask me questions, whatever, things to talk about. At Nick Second Strings, my Twitter handle. At the or the second string Detroit at gmail.com. Email. Send whatever you want there. And then the secondstring.com. I'm going to start blogging, I think, too. I wrote a blog today about Imani Bates, what it means for MSU. Um, I'm going to start trying to do that like once a day just because it's super easy for me to sit down with my laptop. I don't need to be anywhere quiet or get anyone on. Um, so I'm going to do that more. But, yeah, we'll see. Appreciate everyone that's listening. Uh, we – the beginning of the uh, – we're on Zoom for this. So we were kind of fit in the first like 30 seconds. We're figuring out if it's recording or not. But after that, it's smooth sailing. Hope you guys enjoy. And here we go. Okay. Please, re- oh, I, please request record permission from the host. All right. Just do That's that real quick. Uh, no, I got no idea how to. Oh, it says, it says recording. Oh, it is. All right. Sweet. All right. I'll just trim this. All right. Let's talk about Imani Bates, though. Thoughts. Give me your thoughts. I mean, the, it's obviously the best recruit Tom Izzo's ever gotten, probably maybe the, one of the top five Big Ten recruits of all time. But the thing is this, I, I was reading an article um, about it, and the option, it really does seem like unless he hits G League, he's going to end up at Michigan State. And, and he's, he's not going to go to the and, and, and he said he doesn't want to even do G League. Bro, that's what, so I think, and also, so this is my biggest thing on, um, Amani, it's that it's the pipeline. It's he's Ipsy Academy. You have I think it's three other recruits. I know Jaden Atkins is one of them from Farmington. He's a four star senior. At Hannah, yeah, he's supposed to be sick. And so, and they all have interest from MSU. So if some, all right, let me change topics really quick. Just off the article, so you can either play four years of high school, one year at state, play four years of high school, one year in the G League, or reclass at MSU for two years or reclass one year at MSU, one year G League, or somehow go overseas. But so that, I, that's, that's assuming that they don't lift the one-and-done rule, right? Right, but yeah. – Which I think – I mean, like – so yeah, the way I view it, he's – after he's 18 or whatever, like whatever mm-hmm. would be a senior year, he's going to the league is the way I'm looking at it. It just – I just don't know how Ben like, – and he said he's like, <clears> if it's too easy, we'll see, but – you know, it seems like him and his uh, – if you look at, like, him and his dad, how many people can get an AAU team when Michigan is already dominated by three teams all on uh, Adidas, Under Armour, and Nike circuits? The fact that he got a team in with his dad, it seems like those two kind of have a plan for what he's going to do, and we'll see how it goes. But, I mean, we all know. He had what, 33 and 10. Yeah, so, just absurd you know, obviously, stats. The, and I didn't, I didn't know about the preps. Didn't know you could create a prep school in Michigan. Yeah, neither. Well, don't know. So I don't know how that works either. With like, because the MHSAA, I know 
part of the reason I think like he was pissed and like Isaiah Jackson and Rocket and those guys leave is because mm-hmm. MHSAA like you yeah. can't play national games and mm-hmm. stuff. So obviously mm-hmm. he's trying to do that. But like you were saying, the crazy thing too is the fact that he made a prep school in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Like, why? Who's going to teach? Like, what's going that? on? Who are the teachers? Dude, what's... I was reading there's a kid that is coming from Georgia to go play there. I'm like, bro, this, there's no way he's ever been to Ypsilanti before because I'm like, dude, no, this is going to suck for you. His dad is really building something. So I think regardless, I don't know. I, I don't know what my percentage, you know, I'd probably put it 40 or 50 as of right now, if he comes to Michigan state, but regardless, I think it's a positive impact for Izzo in recruiting. Cause now you bring some national recruits over to Michigan, you get some of these Michigan guys could end up there, but talking about a prep school thing, Cassius's senior team, I'm 99% sure um, was invited to the Dick Sporting Good Classic cause they were nationally ranked and they were a top 25 U- team. U of D? Yeah, Jesuit. Cassius' is senior year, and the state of Michigan didn't allow them to yeah, travel. Dude. It's I like, mean, dude, that's it exposure. That's for younger kids. It, it, it's MHSSA, MHSSA is not good for sports. You talk about basketball. Yeah. No shot clock. Hell dude, no. we played, played Pontiac my uh, senior year in high school. <laughs> they, were notor- they were notoriously known for their coach like to hold the ball. First four minutes of the first quarter, the score was two to zero. They took two shots. They got one yeah. offensive rebound. Yeah. They scored on a layup. So that's yeah. why MHSSA in general is pretty trash. Dude, that's the thing, too. If you're them, like, obviously they don't care about these kids. Like, it's all about money. But then you have guys like Miles Bridges, Sia, Isaiah, or uh, what's the dude that went to Kansas that was going to come to state? Josh, Josh Jackson. Jackson. He leaves. Like, Rocket, Isaiah Jackson both left. Like, dude, if these guys were playing – regular season Isaiah games. Jackson did come back he did come mom. yeah I yeah, saw but that. no I know I what you're that. saying yeah we lose a ton of talent and, and that's for the what? thing if those guys were playing like if Rocket Watts played his whole high school high school career at Michigan and then like playoff games like every single one of those games like a million people are gonna go to money yeah it it's, would be sick to watch those games I mean, and yeah. I don't it's know like, if they um, televise before the playoffs either, but like way more people would watch. I, I know they do. Every. I know you got to pay for like MHSSA. <clears throat> like if you want to, you can watch games, but obviously who's going to pay? But I mean, definitely, yeah. dude. And again, if you can grow this prep school and maybe even get another one within the next five years, if, if it keeps growing, because I mean, they're going to get some, they're going to play some good teams. They, oh, yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I, I have no idea where they're going to play their games. I saw that they've, so I saw, I, I think it was like the Sports Illustrated article. I saw they've scheduled Oak Hill, Huntington Prep, La Lumiere, like Jaron's school. Yep. Uh, I can't remember, but like right there. Those yeah, that's the truth. Ones. Absolutely. And I saw I mean, that they, I, they're going to play like Eastern's place, uh, the Breslin, LCA, like all these. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if it all, if it all happens and everything works out, I, 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 I said last year, I'm pretty bummed. I said, we should, to my roommates, we should go to an, uh, an Ipsy game and yeah. we just never ended up going just, you know, I worked, came through, but I worked at the Breslin last year and I saw him. Yeah, it was last year. I saw him play uh, the state championship. He actually didn't play that well, but it was still like... – That was two That was two years ago, right? Was that? that? Was two. I don't know. It yeah, was, it was two. We were sophomores. Yeah, we were sophomores. Year, yeah. I was a sophomore, yeah. Because yeah. they hit that game winner against U of D. Yeah, that, that, was, that game winner. Right, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't even Imani. But it was still yeah. cool, like, this kid's just going to be the first pick in a few years. But, yeah, he, like, had 20 it's, maybe. He didn't go and, off. And but the nice thing sick. about – 
the nice thing about this, and, you know, if he doesn't end up playing, of course, I'm, my heart will be broken. But, you know, we got some good recruits coming. But at least, you know, for those Michigan fans, at least we're not losing, you know, J, uh, Jay Gupp was supposed to come. Oh, yeah, he's there. And then they lose Todd within the same day. Brutal. So, you know what? At least we brutal. know at least we know the possibilities of Amani are lower, you know, than, yeah. like it's, than compared to them where they were – all their eggs were in a basket. They still got a decent recruiting class coming in. I think they got a transfer from uh, – yeah, I can't I remember anything. He's from I Illinois. I can't remember who and it is either. The, I don't know you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember. He's a guard, though. He averaged like 20 points. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm happy at least from a Spartan uh, fan standpoint. I, so here's my view on it. I'm going to be pessimistic Nick for a little bit here. So like we were saying, like, I think if you said right now, what are the odds he comes, I'd say, and actually plays, I'd say like 40%. But mm-hmm. dude, if you look at it, number one, the only way he comes, I'm assuming that he's going to be able to go to the NBA after his senior year. I'm, yeah. That's like a given for me. So I'm thinking the only way he possibly comes is if he reclassifies. So that being said, it's like he said maybe he'll reclassify, but he's also said he doesn't want to. So it's like I don't even know. Like we're just going to see the day he says one way or another, then we'll know. But I agree with you. Even if he never plays for state, especially with this new prep school, like Aikens I think is a lock to go to state now. I think he's, he's – if nice. he wasn't already a lock, yeah, he's disgusting. He is nice. That Him Hannah and Nico- guy too, like – He's just going to recruit for us. And national guys, too, are going to be like like Max Christie. They're going to be like, uh, yeah, I'd like to go play with Imani Need, like that, that's I would, would really like Christie. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine Pierre Brooks, Christie, Imani, and Aikens? That would be the most filthy recruiting class of all time. And then, I mean, you throw Sissoko will probably be there. Um, it maybe stays for that third year. I, I, I think so. I, I think, think if so. Imani just, comes, Rockets like – Fuck it. Like, I got I think I got to say one I, more. I think – I mean, it seems like they – I think it seems like he has a, the relationship with all the state players is really good. I mean, Bridges was there. Did you see Draymond's reaction? Oh, yeah. When, I mean, oh, it's yeah. – it's and then next day he's on ESPN with a Bates fundamental shirt. So, it's yeah. it's great to see that those guys – and, yeah, I mean, and obviously, you know, number one recruit and everyone thinks, okay, he's going to go straight to the league. But how out of your mind as, like – as a coach K or a coach Cal, do you have to be to not at least give this guy a call the first day you can like the fact that Izzo was the only one, I mean, like, and obviously they have to, you know, they prioritize because they're, you know, those guys, those guys are pulling three to five, five star recruits. So, you know, it's a tough competition, but I mean, like what, you know, what could hurt them to just, you know I mean? Give them a call. I mean, and you know, it's just time. Like that's all they got now. You Especially know, like Michigan. Did Michigan try to recruit him? Because that's I do that's sickening. Know. If you're a Michigan fan right now, that's sickening. This yeah, guy I mean, lives two seconds from Juwan Howard, and he just didn't even give him a call. Yeah, I mean, it seems it seems like Izzo got in very early with him that's, and has just kind of held it together. That's what I was gonna say in defense of uh, like Coach K and Cal, because I mean, Amani, like when he committed, it's cool because he's actually committed, but. It was the whole time, the last, like, two years, it's been, like, if he plays college basketball, he's going to go to state. So, right. I assume Coach yeah. Dan and them were, like, it's sure. just a lost cause at this point. Although, yeah. like, what's a five-minute phone call? Yeah, in, exactly. In well, the opposite direction. Dude, it's – I mean, 
Talk about the most insane sequence, though. You know, I, I saw on Twitter, I follow um, just like some sports accounts that kind of break rumors, some smaller accounts. It's like Amani Bates will be on ESPN in five minutes. Not sure what's going on, but I assume he's making a decision. I mean, the coaches didn't know. Yeah. No I, one knew. It, and I think and I think a lot of it is, um, you know, to um, promote that school. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big reason why. Because, I mean, they're all rocking Ipsy Academy shirts. Which I mean, kudos to them. It's smart, because smart. Said, you know, they had said right before that, or not right before, but like I remember there was a report a week or two before where he was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to transfer to a prep school." I mm-hmm. guess making your own prep school is different, but well, I, I think he said he maybe he said he wasn't going to leave Michigan. Okay, was, the, was more so the comment, but it's uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's the, some of the best news that's came through with this COVID and Oof. quarantining. It it's it really. Can't even, it was, I, I can't no, even imagine what Izzo was feeling. He's like, finally, I got one. Finally. I mean, yeah, you know, he's put together those guys. You know, it's, it's been Jaron. It's been Miles, Langford. You know, those, you know, we did get you know, some five stars, but this yeah. is just – this I is mean, next level. This bit, is next yeah, generational. Exactly. exactly. Generational. That's, that's the thing is Miles and Jaron were big-time players, but this guy's like – this guy's like the Zion level where it's like – He's guaranteed 100% going to be a stud in the NBA, assuming and, nothing happens to him. Yeah, knock on wood. And yeah. the fact that he is a was a freshman on the cover of Sports Illustrated, I mean, I just think he's he's ready. Like, he, he wants it. Like, he wants oh, all yeah. the smoke. Like, oh, like yeah, he, he does? He, and it's funny because he screams in those little – you know, I mean, those – because the kids are guarding him, obviously, yeah, aren't like does. studs. But he's in their face just yeah, screaming. And, I mean, you know, those those kids are just like – Obviously, what what can like I do? Us? But <laughs> yeah. I, but yeah, no, it's us. But I love it. I love it. I don't, I don't care. I don't oh, care. Yeah. Get in their face, scream. You know, be, I like that do what too. you want. He's got the so, dog mentality, which it's like, he, let's fucking. Oh yeah, you. that's what we're looking yeah. for. Here. Yeah, yeah, Spartan dogs, but definitely, uh, definitely exciting. We'll see. Like I said, I'm, I refuse to believe it until the day I see him play at the Breslin Center. I, you know, then it'll be cool. It'll be cool. You know, I compared uh, Imani to me. You know, my hope for him is like me going on the sneakers app and trying to get a pair of retro J's. Every time I go in, going for the raffle, I have the most hope in the world. I'm like, today is going to be the day where yeah. I beat the system and no yeah. one can say anything to me because I'm going to get these sick kicks. Every time my shoes in the cart, I fingerprint the pay, I'm screwed. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to be an optimistic person about this because I don't think anything bad comes out of this. I end. agree. The worst case, State's brand just gets bigger, and then it'll be like – the worst case, it's like LeBron now, how he's just obsessed with Ohio State. It'll be like when, when Imani's one is like fourth ring with the Pistons, it'll be like, oh, that guy's a State fan. That's kind of cool. <laughs> well, it, but it's more than LeBron. You know, you know, Nicholas said that too. He's like, you know, it's gonna be compared to LeBron, but I'm like, at the same time, Le, you know, LeBron didn't commit to Ohio State, so this is a little more. Yeah, in it, in a, but again, I, he'll always have love for Michigan State. Yeah. And and I also don't think it'll be like a Michigan thing where if he leaves, someone else will leave. You know, Izzo's been recruiting these guys, n- literally not knowing what Amani was gonna yeah. do up until the other day. So you know, he I think he's done what Izzo does, and like yeah, like you said, it's it's good to be a Spartan right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's good to be Tom Izzo is who it's good to be right now. All right. Yeah. Let's make, let's chop it up a little bit about these NBA playoffs right now, oh, right now, all your money on the line. Who's winning? Oh, Lakers. You think so? Oh yeah. I mean, 
so obviously Avery Bradley hurts being out. That's the one thing. But <laughs> I got think, Jr. Though. Yeah, too. And I mean, he, you know, it's, it's gym shooting. So, you know, videos or whatever, but you know, it looks like he's been in staying in shape and shooting, you know, he, the thing he's experienced, he's a vet. So he's always going to have that strap and, us, and us it's strap guys, you don't lose that. It's like riding. Yeah. A bike. And, and so, you know, maybe I don't, cause I mean, I don't know, defense, he's, you know, no studs. So his minutes, I don't know what his minutes will be like, but I think Caruso really is that guy. He's going to have to step up into Avery Bradley's role and bring somewhat of an offensive consistency. Because if you look at his defense and stuff, I mean, it's like I saw like some tip pass. To tip, like, it's like he's, he's a great defender. You know, people will say, oh, Caruso really isn't, you know, it's just the clout, you know, because he's just some white dude <laughs> receding hairline who's dunking on everyone. But yeah. <laughs> in re- like in reality, if you look like at some of his defensive stats and like advanced analytics and stuff like that, it is – he is the he is a great defender. So now it's just you know because Avery Bradley isn't amazing on offense, but way more consistent than Caruso. So if he can just bring a little more consistency, because Danny Green, playoff legend, obviously, yeah. and then KCP probably put together the worst month of basketball I think yeah. I've ever in my in my 21 years of life. But he picked it up like none other since that first month. Yeah, yeah, geez. Once that ankle monitor came off, which is yeah. the most insane thing ever, but still. <laughs> I mean, those guys are uh, – I guess such think, a clown, then, dude. But, dude, if Dwight Howard doesn't play, that's where I get a little concerned because he's having a breakout year. He's – I mean, he's still a freak athlete, and for the minutes he plays, he does the right job. And I think losing him – because he's still undecided. So, if they lose him, that's where I'm like, okay, that's a little ner- – you know, I'm a little nervous because he's a vet. You know, he knows what to do. And, I mean, Clippers are just – 50 deep so what wait hold hang on before we get to the clips so dwight is like just tweaking about corona is that why he might not uh, i think i think he said something with the you know take away from the social uh, issues that they're kind of advocating oh, for gotcha, and so he gotcha. thinks it might take away from that and something yeah. i think i read with uh with his you know corona and then taking care of his son too so he has a son but, yeah, I didn't know that. I don't know. I thought wasn't he like just trying to bang dudes in the shower or something like not too long Jeez. ago? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I have no idea what. Um... That's interesting. But uh, the funny thing is, yeah. like, Caruso, yeah, he has, he has a son. How you're talking about Caruso? How he's like almost like a meme, kind of like a living mm-hmm. meme. It oh, is, is hilarious how he's actually like like pretty good player. And he's like, yeah, just absolutely. This, he's this like, it's like you severed like an 80 year old dude's head and put it on a 24 year old's body. And this guy's just <laughs> sick at basketball. <laughs> you know, but, and you know, and people say, and I mean, obviously if you look at his hairline, you think you, you should shave your head just for, it would benefit probably everyone, yeah, so but it's a brand. It's point. a brand. That is true. It's a brand though. He, he's riding true. that wave with t-shirts all that, that kind true. of stuff. So it's like it's like it's obviously not '80s unibrow, but it's a piece of him, and I think he's gonna ride those little strands of hair out until there's nothing left on his head. I mean, when you your hair could look like I don't even you could put a dumpster on his head, and when you show up to the bar like wearing your Lakers jersey, like nobody cares what your hair looks like. Yeah, so yeah. he's got that. So. That definitely helps. And then there, he's like, yeah, I have millions of dollars back in my place too if you want to go check it out so like that that makes things easier but for sure as a normal guy he's like at the halfway point where he's got to either like commit to the no hair george costanza it's george costanza he's gonna get some bosley going or something oh no i mean it's but that's so tough 
I think, in that position because you are on – I mean, they probably play 30 games a year on ESPN, national television. Yeah, so if he did get Bosley, I oh, think yeah. he would get absolutely – I mean, because obviously you see LeBron gets coached. It'd be, an, it'd be a national storyline for the but entire season. If he did it, though, I, good for him. You he's got just got to wait. Yeah, he's like just got to wait for an off season. hair plugs. Yeah, may as well. plugs. Joe Buck, well, Joe Buck, is he hair plug addict. Caruso's just got to wait for the offseason and then pull trig and get it going. Put some fertilizer yeah. up there. I'll be good to go. But, all right, Kawhi, though. Lebr- the LeBron kryptonite, no? I mean, we no, all know no. where he checks uh, in and LeBron's like, God damn it, while he's shooting free throws. All right, whatever. I mean, he <laughs> – I mean, it, I, it's, for me, to me, as like, a, like as, I mean, I, I'm not – I really – I don't like it. I don't know. I, I, let me say this. I don't think he's like a complete LeBron stopper. I mean, LeBron, I think, still is the best player in the world. So that's what I ride by. But obviously he makes an impact on him. But like, you also, if you really want to get into like details, you can look at like the finals where they lost in Miami's last year. You can look, D, I think D-Wade averaged 14 points a game. You know, crappy play. So and again, you know, talk about LeBron stop or whatever. I mean, that you're also going against like the greatest dynasty of all time. But do, if if they get a ring this year, Kawhi is just climbing up the ranks of the all-time greats. Because I mean, there's no way he doesn't win Finals MVP. I'm, I'm, I like P. I love PG last year on OKC. I mean, unbelievable run. He was the MVP candidate for a point. But playoff P, man, he just he he. I mean, he, he, Joe Ingles was cooking him, and I, he hurt his shoulder. Give him credit. But I mean, they just don't step. He just hasn't stepped up at all. So I don't know. In Paul's defense, I guess he's one of those guys that could just be a one-man team and just be like, fuck it, we're going to win this game because of me. But playing in OKC, I just am a Russ hater. Like, that, I, I would hate to play with Russ. Like, you, you know, imagine, imagine, like, how much – Russ is a guy who's like, dude, I'm going to shoot it 30 times tonight. Like, I don't care if I'm shooting 10% or 70. The ball's going up 30 times. We're like, I'm, if you're Paul George, I'm you got to be like, oh, come on now. Like, well – you know, I, I will say that's how it seemed like the first – because, they, yeah, they played two seasons together. So, mm-hmm. that first year, I think it was more Russ's team because he was kind of riding that triple-double high yeah. with, like, you know, and all that. But that next season, it was, it was – PG was the number one option on that team, I think. Well, so, that was that – yeah, that was the year where he was – I had him in fantasy that year, and he was absurd. Yeah, yeah it's just he hurt his shoulder. So, I mean, I'm inter- – you know, if I, – I don't think he's – you know, besides that one – playoff series against the heat however many years ago you know that was kind of his breakout but i need to see something out of him you really do as just like a basketball fan but they're so deep i mean i mean yeah that team's that team's fantastic i swear to even after last year Kawhi is a guy now where it's like i don't care if throw Kawhi on the pistons right now and throw them in the playoffs like whatever team Kawhi's on right now it's like I'm never going to count them out until they're completely yeah. done. It's no, like, it's, it's, he's, he's, he's on LeBron carrying level. Yeah. They're, they're up there. Literally they're right there. They're they They can put, you put anyone on their back and he'll carry them. So it, um, they'll be nice. You want to get into talk about the East coast, uh, East Eastern conference. I have some hot takes. I've been uh, kind of keeping at <laughs> least right, let's, one. Let's hear it. I am not sold on the box at that's all. Fair. I would say that's, and that's so, fair. If there was a possibility, I'll have to look more into the playoff bracket. But if the Bucks meet the Heat, I think the Heat have the potential to knock them out of the playoffs. The Bucks are the one, right? They have to be the yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
the Heat or the Eight? I thought the Heat were like a. No, six. no, 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 no. I'm saying if they meet in a oh, later, or a later, conference. gotcha. Because, because I mean, Bam Adebayo right now is one of the most like positionless players in the NBA, and he's he's six ten. He brings the ball up. You know what they I mean? Got, I swear pro- they got the Jimmy Butler effect too, where they're now Miami's like, I, yep. don't, I don't care who we're playing, yeah. we're just dogs. Yeah. Now. And so, I mean, think about it, what Toronto did with that box and one. Obviously, Giannis has extended his range a little bit better three-point shooter for sure, but still not consistent at all. So, I mean, I, I like Bam on Giannis. I mean, Bam is a freak at – no one is the Greek freak, but I like Bam guarding him. I like Jimmy guarding Middleton. And then, yeah. you know, you lose Malcolm Brogdon, and, I mean, who was a stud right yeah, there. So, and then it, that, to the, that hurt them. And then to depend on Eric Bledsoe, Mr. Inconsistent guy – got absolutely cooked three years ago, two years ago with, uh, against Terry Rozier and the Celtics. And so, mm-hmm. you know, Brooke Lopez is good, but I think the heat depth wise can match up with them pretty well. And then I like, uh, I like the Celtics really like the Celtics. Really? Oh yeah. I, I, see, I kind of follow you. The Bucks take the Bucks. When I think about them, obviously Giannis is like ridiculous that he's a real mm-hmm. person, but <laughs> The Bucks. Whenever I think about him, and this one hurts to say because Jokic is our guy, but I put him in like the Nuggets category, where I'm like, every year mm-hmm. this team's gonna have a great regular season. All the stats are gonna point to this is a great basketball team yeah. gonna make a run, and then they're gonna lose to the first good team they play. That's like yeah. almost kind of how I feel about the Bucks. Obviously, the East is weaker, and mm-hmm. I, the Bucks are better than the Nuggets. Yeah, but they strike me when I think about them. I think the same thing. Like they're going to have a crazy regular season and just murder teams. And then mm-hmm. when the going gets tough, right when they play like the Sixers or some, whoever, it's going to be mm-hmm. like, all right, are the Bucks actually for real or what's going on here? Yeah. I'm not talking about the Sixers. I can't stand Embiid. I can't stand. I mean, just, the, I mean, <laughs> we don't have to, we don't have to get into the facts. Simmons. So what, so Celt- His, what, what about the Celtics? Are you liking, like, are you just a Kemba I, I, guy? I, 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 I mean, Number one, I love Tatum out of Duke. I mean, it's just it's Paul, it's just Paul Pierce two point stepping yeah, up and Tatum's you know nice. a little more athletic, but and he broke out this year. And you know, compared to last year, with Kemba doesn't have that you know ego that that Kyrie did. And I mean, you know, I think he's having he's having a great year. Obviously, an All Star, Jalen Brown. I mean, all those kind of guys who are kind of you know Tatum. Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown with Kyrie all had down years last year and they've all bounced back this year. Mm-hmm. Hayward obviously with his injury, but these guys are clicking. Brown is having a career year. Hayward's coming back nicely. He's at, he's put up some good games. I mean, they're those four are really tough to stop. And I mean, Marcus Smart, great defender, Brad Stevens, best one of the best coaches. Yeah. In the NBA. And then I think, you know, I'll, I was going to say playing in Boston, but never mind. But, um, but I don't know. I, I just, yeah, but I just, <laughs> Yeah, literally their home court, and that's it. But um, I I don't know. I just I really like the way they've been playing this year. And but you know the thing is again, then there's you know Toronto, where yeah. they're just they're 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 playoff veteran team. You know they went to the finals last year. They they put a better to get. I think their record's better this year than yeah. it was last year without Kawhi. So Spicy those guys are about for sure. Yeah, but and you know Siakam is awesome. But I just don't know mm-hmm. if those guys can replicate what they did last year. AK. Kyle Lowry I don't I just don't know if he can because remember that finals game what do you have the first 11 points in game six it was unbelievable my my biggest NBA take that I feel most people disagree with is I think Kyle Lowry is the most overrated guy that's ever picked up a basketball I hate him 
I hate Kyle Lowry. Dude, I mean, he's taking charges in the All-Star game. Get out of here, man. Come on. Respect, take a lap. I actually respect that because I would totally do that. That sounds hilarious. Oh, my also, God. Also, and when I play 2K, like, I'm the only guy that ever tries to take a charge. Like, you know, everyone just takes it up and just sprints yeah. up the court. Yeah. I just set myself up so right when they turn around, it's just charge. But Lowry, I've said this before, and I'll say it literally till I die. The fact that he ever gets rated above like an 83 in 2K makes me want to vomit. It doesn't yeah, make any you know, sense to me. It's just, it's just you know, token nice ratings for for because it's you know what they because they always put together they him and DeRozan him and Kawhi whoever it was always put together a great regular season record. Yeah, and they're then, one of those teams. And, too. and you know what the reason he, and it, it makes me sick that he's been an All Star starter. And you know why? It's because the stupid fan vote in Canada. United oh, by huh. one team yeah. just goes crazy. But this is a tweet. You know Dragonfly Jones on Twitter? Can't say I do. No, okay. Great follow, by the way. He goes, <laughs> Lowry been on some Mountain Valley Conference stuff all night. Bro playing like he's from the Nebraska. Please don't ever invite him to another All-Star game ever again after he just took that charge. Some all-time Mountain tweet. Valley stuff. It's, it's an all-time tweet. tweet. That so, is a great tweet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. But, you know, he, he does get kind of – he he gets kind of cooked on Twitter just the way he looks and everything. But it was nice to see the Raptors, and I hate the Warriors. So it was nice to see them. Uh, I mean, I respect Lowry's game as far as, like, mm-hmm. he's like a junkyard dog kind of guy. Like, Yeah, need, for sure, for sure. You want him guys. on your team. But – like I'd say Kyle Lowry's a lot closer to Marcus Smart than he is the like Kyrie Irving. But it feels like it feels like people when actually they talk kind of about just Lowry. Like perfectly even actually would just kind of be like a perfect I mean, yeah. No when hit, people not, talk not about Lowry, I feel like it's like this guy's like an elite point guard and I'm like, No, he's not. This no, guy's like no. a, a grind it out, hit a few open threes. Yeah. I, I think he's a little more than that. He can, yeah. he can create yeah, his but own shop. No, I'm, but yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm just I know talking, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I, for years now, I just keep talking down yeah. on him. So I'm like at the point Same. where it's like this guy oh, yeah. sucks, even though I, I rip, know he doesn't. Pretty sure I ripped like a two-month Twitter thread, and there's like five tweets just consistently from Kyle Lowry from the playoffs. Like that uh, that first round, that game one of the finals last year, had the game-winning shot, but like you couldn't see before the replay, but it hit the side of the backboard. And I remember to him, I'm like, I'm going to throw up. I just what I watch, and then you see, and then you see Draymond tipped it though. So it's like okay, but like, no, whatever. But right. um, so you think it's Bucks Lakers then finals? I want I I'll go uh, I'll go Celtics Celtics. Really? Lakers. Yeah, what? I'm gonna ride it. Wow. I'm gonna ride I it. Expect that. I feel like it. I would probably say Bucks, but the other thing that's interesting about this is like you were saying, all these guys that have been having great years or whatever were on fire the last two months, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now that there's this restart, it's like it's like a new season yeah. almost. Like mm-hmm. how many of these guys are going to come out and just be a brick or some of these come out, guys come out and are just feeling themselves for two months? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, you know, the players with the fat contracts, they all got cribs, uh, hoops at their crib. You know what I mean? So those, yeah. they're, the guys, you know, like if you watch the horse competitions, Mike Conley has like a, a huge court in his house. I mean, it's an unreal like how yeah. sick it is. But then there are those guys on the rookie contracts who are probably living in like an apartment and stuff like that who didn't have access to hoops for so long. But I think it seems like they have all been back in the gym within the last month or so. So I'm sure they're all – and then we'll see. Hopefully everyone plays. You know, the guys who are like the the teams who are out of the playoffs, I can get why stars don't want to play 
I wouldn't. But, call, I mean, why would like what's? Yeah, I mean, if you're fun? if you're like Bradley Beal, I mean, but again, it's also just like why not? You know, you can go hoop, and obviously, you know, COVID is a risk, but it's your profession, and I th- if it were me, I think I'd just go to hoop because like what else? You know, well, I mean, you're I'm, bubbled. If I'm someone like Beal too, like I'm not trying to like get hurt. In this yeah, I know. Throwaway, I know. Yeah, there's there's pro. And it's eight, it's eight games. So you do, you know, you know, okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's a pretty strong point. I, you know, as a fan, I, I just love to see him play. I just love it. It's just some of those guys on the bad teams are obviously some studs who can just go and cook. So it's just more so for a basketball fan's sake. This is It'd a be enjoyable time, to watch all of them. It's a prime time for bad teams like Pistons, for example, who I'm never well, going to watch a Pistons game before, but now it's like, there's nothing did, else to watch. Did so you hear well. today? Do you hear what, what they're the doing Chicago, today? The Chicago thing they've been talking about? Yeah. If it if it has any indication on the draft, send the goddamn oh, Grand yeah. Rapids drive to, yeah. the, to, to that and then give them, like, Blake Griffin or something. But, like, toss me, send – Toss send, a jersey on me. So, seriously, bro, I've been hooping outside. I, if uh, <laughs> Blakers need one more spot. But, um, what, uh, but crazy news, pretty interesting. Um, Alec texted me last night. And it's one of his friends at Art and Jake's and LaMelo Ball. Oh, I heard about this, actually, that he was, like, in Detroit. Yeah, week. well, you know, I remember I used to watch the when they dropped that show way back when. I remember he said his mom was from Michigan. Something interesting, just uh, right. food for thought. But I'm curious to what they're doing here because, I mean, you can't – there's no draft workouts. or I, I don't know what's going on. So maybe seeing family, but – uh. I like it, and I uh, I hope we trade up for him. Or I just saw, get him. I saw that. Um, so yeah, I think it was this week, like the other day. He was in Michigan, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was like on Twitter or his Instagram story or something. I didn't see it for myself, but I saw someone mm-hmm. else talking about it, and they said he like posted a story that said hopefully, like he he would be down to come to Detroit. So oh, well, that you would know be what? Something I literally just flew right over my head. His manager, um, Jermaine Jackson, if, uh, I'm not sure if you know who he is, but no. his son, my Jermaine Jackson Jr., played at Dakota, and they're from Michigan. Oh, so really? that is something really – because he's his manager. Yeah, that so, would be sick. I mean, you know, if, you're, if you're LaMelo Ball right now too, obviously living in like L.A. or Miami or somewhere yeah. like that would be sick. But from a perspective of branding and marketing yourself, like you come to Detroit right now, A, Detroit is not what it was like 10 years ago. Like Detroit's actually a pretty cool place for those of you that haven't been there. Um, And B, who who do we have? Who's like the national Detroit sports guy? Stafford, and he's going to be gone in a few years anyway. Like if you're a mellow ball right now, I guess we just got Torkelson, but that's baseball and they don't market anything. If you're LaMelo Ball right now, you come to Detroit, a basketball city that would love if the Pistons were good. Love him. If you can become the guy that makes the Pistons good, you're going to be like a god amongst men. Yeah, yeah, I mean, mean, yeah, if if he could somehow, you know, if we put together a good team in a couple years and we can contend, I mean, and, you know, sky's the limit for him. If he somehow got to the Pistons, I mean, and won a championship. That's Isaiah Thomas, like Chauncey. Yeah, you have the and opportunity I mean, to become the face of Detroit sports. Yeah, and I mean, two. I mean, I, Chauncey should be a Hall of Famer. Right? I don't know why he hasn't gotten voted in yet. It's kind of bad, but uh, but I mean, yeah, it's it's all. But I mean, then also you look at the teams who are projected um, top three. We're like a, we're like 
half game out or one game out from getting three because they're all, top three teams are all get fourteen percent chance. Okay. And so it's it is um, Golden State, in Minnesota, and Cleveland. I so saw those. Yeah, I saw we actually have like a decent chance at getting. Yes, ten percent. I think ten yeah, percent. Yeah. So and I mean, if we play those games and, and they are me and they do count, send the goddamn Grand Rapids drive. Yeah, for real. I mean, Lamelo is that who would you would want if you could pick anyone, yeah. Lamelo? I, I like Edwards. Yeah, I, I think, think Edwards. I think, I think Edwards. Edwards. No, no, I think I think I, I think I like Edwards more, but I think I'd pick Lamelo. I was just I don't based know. off needs. Just yeah, off needs. that's true. Plus, Lamelo. Lamelo is by far the biggest. Like oh, he's, yeah. the Pistons are going to be on Markable. ESPN more with Lamelo than they will be with anyone else in the draft. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of cool too. But after Edwards Cook State, you remember that game at the beginning of the yeah, year? Yeah, that was unbelievable. Was like, Just this coming, guy is I mean, disgusting. Pull, I mean, Maui's court looks a little smaller, but that dude was logo. I mean, he he's ba- he's he's a baby, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Dwayne Wade esque the way yeah. he plays. He's got he was, bounce. He was nasty. Game. So I mean, but you know, with Detroit luck. I mean, honestly, obviously NFL, you know, is whatever, no lottery, but what we'd get like the seventh pick, like we do every year. I, I don't know what I, I, th- I think I'd cry. I think I'd cry as a Pistons fan. We got seven That's, worst case. Is that a worst case scenario right now for the Pistons? Seven? I, I don't know what the worst case is. I don't want to think about it, but I just know we'd get seven and be Stanley Johnson 2.0. Well, I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. I was – you don't even know how many eggs I put in the Red Wings getting the first pick basket just to have yeah. my heart snatched out of my damn So, chair. I actually had no no knowledge previously about um, the NFL, NFL – NHL's lottery, and, and I started reading into it, and that's just – how is a league allowed to run like that? Like, is it – like, that's that shouldn't – it shouldn't be right. Like, if, if you know, you think like, okay, I'm a, I'm a half competent, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat competent, but if I, I have, if you even have half a brain and you look at that, you look, you think that, that, it, what is wrong with this? This is so stupid. Why, why are playoff teams? Cause what I, yeah, Makes there's a no placeholder sense. for number one. What is going on Makes in NHL? No sense. Like, the, what? In a nutshell, their idea is, they do the lottery to avoid tanking in the regular yeah. season, but with the system they have now, teams are about to just tank in the playoffs. But the thing is this, look at the NBA. NBA is doing it right. You're talking about eliminating tanking because number one used to be like 25%. And then, you know, worst team had 25% chance. Eliminating it to like 14, 14, 14, <laughs> and then I think it's 10, 10 for the next two. That's perfect. You know what I mean? Because like really like some teams just, you know, bad ownership, number one. Like you look like the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, you know, tanking for ten years, get great players, and still they're awful. So obviously, you have to look at like the owner and people like that. But like, yeah, it's just sometimes it's just unfortunate the way things go and the way players' careers go. Like teams should like, it, it's 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 absurd. But and then look at the Warriors, Jesus man, they 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 played us. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> they, they like played us. The Red. I mean. The NHL makes no sense. That's how the Pistons are, though. Just bad forever and then never do anything to change it. I right. love uh, – The problem is the 0-4, like those teams, it's like right at the beginning of me being able to like remember stuff kind mm-hmm. of. 100%. So like I don't even really count those teams as part well, of 
my fandom years just because oh, no, absolutely dude i when i was a kid um because i know i count the that pistons team 100 percent. i mean i used to watch almost every pistons regular season game i went to the chauncey half court shot game with my dad oh really yeah insane i was on his shoulders actually insane. i don't know but that. that's crazy yeah yeah wild took the ticket instead of nico but um <laughs> yeah i know i had to go to but had to send him to but had to send him to Bubba's house. Little dude was asleep probably by halftime. But um, <laughs> but no, um, I was gonna say that Pistons team though. You look at it, they they just they got some guys at really good value, and with the system that was, I mean, look, Rip Hamilton wasn't a stud, solid Wizards player. Chauncey struggled for the first three or four years of his career. Ben Wallace, undrafted, Sheed was a stud. Sheed was the best player, and then Tayshon, they just played their role. Like everyone there fit. They were Darko. literally the perfect team. <laughs> Our boy, our other boy, Jokic before Jokic. You know, it's, I think I think that Larry Brown was the problem with him, but I won't get into that. I don't but know. I mean, I've problem, seen but yeah. I've seen debates on Twitter and stuff that are like, if they take Carmelo, how many rings does the do the going to work Pistons have? I, tell me what you think first. But I don't know. Like I think Carmelo, or I mean, taking Darko instead of Melo helped them because, like you said, it was a bunch of guys that are good that were just the perfect team and yep. then if you bring in a guy like Mello, i don't know how much of an ego he's gonna have as like a 19 year old but right Mello comes in and i was like yeah i need like 15 shots a game it's like all right that kind of messes with the whole chemistry of what made them great to begin with mm-hmm. yeah i agree i mean i was told again who knows you know larry brown was a notorious asshole you know people you know i think he coached pistons one year won the championship yeah. so yeah. i mean and um, who knows, you know, we do that Rashid trade, right? Because mm-hmm. that, 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 that sealed it for us. Mm-hmm. That, that was the cherry on the top, that, that, you know, that energy he brought. The, you know, and if you're talking about someone, if Rashid Wallace was playing in the NBA today, he'd be one, I think he'd be a top power forward in the league. That guy was a stretch, before, stretch four before stretch I mean, fours existed. Draymond like before Draymond ever existed I, I mean, mean but way better. way more way more skilled I think yeah, he could better. shoot the ball post yeah yeah I mean, yeah but he stretched four before stretch four I mean that guy was ripping threes fadeaways they ran that pick and roll against like Shaq and Kobe and I'm Shaq and I think I don't know who guarded Tronson probably Fisher Shaq was so slow though you pop Rashid out at the wing you know at the elbow three point Shaq can't stay there help defense you swing it around like so I think Rashid was perfect but you know also the mellow, I don't think they would have won two, my opinion, just me. I, I I and I, I stand with the old boys, so that's me. But I think also those guys are great leaders mm-hmm. and really good NBA. I mean, I think those guys, as they got, you know, just great vets. So I think they would have done a good job at grooming Mello and making him a piston, you know, yeah. kind of that hard work, hard nose. Because, again, he's young. And so, I agree but I think with you that, put, too. You know, product of your environment. But, I mean – yeah, I don't I see don't 19-year-old Mello going to Ben Wallace and being like, hey, man, like, give me the ball more. <laughs> Yo, Chance, let me yeah. get some more shots. Or, like, Rip, like, playing behind MJ for three years. Yo, Rip, let me get some more shots, bro. I was behind MJ that playing with MJ, happen. not getting shots. Yeah, yeah like, I so. Mean, if that happens, though, at the same time, this is, like, now we're into some, like, butterfly effect stuff. But if that happens, like, Mello now is a different guy. Oh, yeah, eventually. yeah. That's the conversation. Because, I mean, you look at him in LeBron's rookie year stats, you know, a lot of people do say Carmelo should have won rookie of the year. That, that's a lot. That's been, that was a hot debate during uh, quarantine on Twitter. And so, again, yeah, you look at Melo's legacy, you know, because people, people hate Carmelo. Yeah, I know. People hate Carmelo. I mean, like, I don't 
I mean, he's him. probably a great guy, We're but I don't love him as like a player. Like I think no, he's I mean, kind of like selfish. Uh, yeah, but he shoots a lot. But I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like Denver Mello was an unbelievable buck. I mean, just like you watch some of those old games against you know him and Young Bron, him and Pete Kobe. It's un- I mean, it's unbelievable. Dude's a dog for sure, and he had some sick some sick games with the Knicks in the Garden. You know, him being New York, it's it, it was uh, yeah. it was awesome for sure. But like. I don't, you know, I don't love, I respect him as a player, but like, I don't I think love him. He Like even like you said, the Knicks, cause I don't remember Nuggets mellow as much, but like Knicks mellow was like a great score. But my problem, I guess I've always had with him is to me, a, I don't think you can win one with him if no. he's your best guy. No. And B I, he's always like, like dance the line of like locker room like cancer kind of thing where it's like this dude just antics or like yeah mm-hmm. they just they yeah. don't they don't I, mesh with a lot of people right and also and I don't think he in his prime would have taken that number two option unless he's playing with like the banana boat boys you know like LeBron CP or, or Wade where he you know they could switch on and off like I don't think he's doing I don't think he's being yeah. a number two to like anyone else besides those guys and I mean there weren't many guys you could put really above him at like some of those times, but towards the end, you definitely could have. Yeah, I agree. All right. We're at like 40 something minutes. So let's wrap this up and then we'll do another segment with movie hierarchy, but I just want to stop on this record. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. sir. Happy to tap in. Woo. Oh, wait. How do I stop the recording? There it is. All right. (laughs) 